Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411. Today we are talking about Blair Kramer. She just came back to General Hospital because she had been on for a quick minute, a couple years, oh my gosh, a few few years ago, but we want to give, it looks like she's going to have a little bit more of a substantial story. I feel like they're definitely rewriting history, right? They have to. Or at least that we're not aware of. Right. So, right. Well, Martin, as far as I know, and again, please correct me if I'm wrong, but Martin was not a character that was on One Life to Live that Blair then married. So this whole alimony thing that we're starting from is all made up to begin with. Right. But he's been married a few times. So it's reasonable to assume in the past decade, she was one of them. Yeah. So I just love that they're bringing in like all my children and one life to live at mm-hmm. the same time. Yes. And they're all talking about each other. Yep. And it's like, you guys are all each other, your friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so we are using one life to lives fandom.com because the general hospital one it goes into great detail about Blair. So, like, if you really, really, really want to know, like, full breakdowns, I think, of every story. But I feel like for the purpose of what we really need to know of her, we don't need... No, you just need, like, an overview. detail. Right. Just an overview. Yeah. So, Blair Kramer, her maiden name was Demir, mm-hmm. formerly Buchanan, Manning, Holden, Lawrence, McBain, and Clark. Yep. She's a fictional character from One Life to Live and General Hospital. The character was originated on the now-canceled ABC soap One Life to Live in 1991 by actress Mia Korff, and actress Cassie DePavia has portrayed the character since 1993, which I believe I read that December is her 30th anniversary of being the character. So, hey! So her One Life to Live storylines, we're going to start on that way in case anything happens to pop up 
Now, because she mentioned her kids. Yes. So one was not mentioned, but wasn't, was Landview, where was all my children? Pine Valley. Thank you. Okay. Because they just mentioned it, and that's why she wanted talking about Jackson. And then I see over here, her address is 56 Lincoln Street, Landview, PA. Yes. So Blair is the daughter of Addie Kramer, a mentally ill woman who had been raped by an employee of the mental institution where she lived. Feel like this is a good time for another PSA on 85% of people with intellectual disabilities are sexually assaulted an average of 10 times. Things are messed up. We need to change it. Thanks. That just makes me so sick that that is... Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. She was given up for adoption at birth and raised in a foster home. In foster homes, I'm sorry. In 1991, Blair came to Landview and it was revealed that she had been keeping Addie in her hidden loft. Oh. She blamed Addie's younger sister, Dorian Lord, mm. for her mother's mental condition and decided to ruin her life. She tried to get Dorian to sign a confession stating that she had murdered her presumed dead husband. So that Dorian would have murdered her Her husband. husband. Okay. Victor Lord in 1976. Dorian, however, doesn't even know how, doesn't even know that Addie is alive. She has been told by her parents that Addie had died when she had really been sent to an institution. And that's a real fact that a lot of people did. We could, I will one day give my entire dissertation on why people think that certain disabilities and intellectual differences are quote new. They're not. Right. They were literally not allowed in the country. They were shipped off to institutions. People were told that they were dead. They were not allowed to basically live with us. They've been here. Yes. Max Holden. So they have this broken down not by storyline. They have it broken down by husbands. Okay. In 1992, Blair met Max Holden and fell for him. Also, I did not watch a single thing because she only just came back on Friday I feel like I need to, but uh, I, haven't, I have not really read other than like skimming over this, these documents too, websites, documents, mm-hmm. whatever they are. Uh, but Blair planned to marry millionaire Asa, Asa. Asa Buchanan for his money so that she could afford to take care of her mother and ruin Dorian's life. Hours before Blood's wedding to Asa, she and Max had sex literally on top of her wedding dress. Ooh, Yeah. Blair went through with the wedding, though, and later faked a pregnancy in an attempt to get at his money. Bad idea. After finding out about Blair's deception, Asa divorced her. In their divorce hearing, Asa paid off someone to say that she saw Blair and Max having sex. Why would he pay off someone to say that when so that she did? No one saw it. He's, he paid someone to say oh, that so they saw, saw it. it. Okay, okay. And the judge decided not to give... Blair, any financial settlement, Blair then stole money from Dorian and left town in January of 1993. Blair later returned to town and still wanted Max, who had fallen in love with Luna Moody. Blair proceeded to try to break them up. Blair then accidentally hit (laughs) Luna with her car. Was it an accident? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Causing Luna to become paralyzed. Realizing he loved Luna, Max broke things off with Blair once and for all. And Blair then returned to Cord Roberts for comfort. And I believe I read somewhere else, too, that the original actress who portrayed Blair was of Asian descent. Oh, okay. And then when, that might have been on the General Hospital one. See, I don't remember the original actress. If you would have asked me, I would have said Blair has always been Blair. Well, it's like Laura is technically a recast. A recast, but she's 
Okay, I can't find it. I I thought that I had read that, though, because they said that they dropped the ethnic part of her storyline. I don't know how much that doesn't sound like there was much of it in there, but also I was not watching at the time, so I don't know. All right, here you go. Todd Manning and Star. In 1994, Blair met convicted (gasps) rapist. You didn't know that Todd was bad? I knew he was bad, but being a rapist is a different bad. Yeah. I knew he was a bad boy, but I didn't know he was like. Oh, yeah, no, he was was bad in bad ways. Like, ew. Yes. Oh, Sorry. Didn't mean to break that to you right now. I thought you knew. No. Anyway, she met convicted rapist Todd Manning, and the two bonded and ended up having a one-night stand. She then discovered that Todd was the long-lost son of Victor Lord and his heir, which Todd himself did not know. She lied to Todd, telling him that she was pregnant with his child, and the two were married in February of 1995. After Todd inherited the money, he bought the tabloid The Intruder and renamed it The Sun. Blair and Todd fell in love, though, and she quickly became pregnant for real, but later miscarried. When Todd found out that Blair was not pregnant when they got married, though, he had their marriage annulled in August. What Blair didn't tell him at the time was that she was pregnant again with his child. Months later, Todd and Blair reconnected and Todd proposed. Then Blair told him she was pregnant. They were remarried in November of 1995. The day after their wedding, Todd went to Ireland and was shot by Irish terrorists who mistook him for Patrick Thornhart. Was that supposed to be like an alias? I just love love soaps. Okay. (laughs) I just love them. Um, Todd was presumed dead and Blair found herself running his newspaper and preparing to have his child. In January of 1996, Blair got into a confrontation with Marty Saybrook and went into premature labor. A two month premature baby girl, baby girl was born and Blair named her star. I remember all. Yay. Go ahead. (laughs) Patrick Thornhart and Brendan. After the incident in Ireland, Patrick moved to Landview, and was that still Roger? No. Okay. Well, because that's who he was shot being mis- mistaken, mistaken for. Yeah, no. No. No, that's not. No. How did they? <laughs> what I don't know, her? but no. <laughs> okay. He moved to Landview, and he and Blair struck up a romance. As they made love on her living room floor, a very much alive Todd secretly watched from the doorway. Todd was angry at them for his this betrayal and plotted against them. Okay. Not a fan of cheating, but Blair thought he was he dead. Did. He was dead. That's not cheating. That's not. That's dead, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Todd finally revealed to Blair that he was alive, and Blair was overjoyed at seeing him again. Todd, however, was angry with her and tried to pry out of her that she had slept with Patrick while he was presumed dead. Okie dokie. <laughs> Blair, however, would not come clean. He filed for divorce and fought for custody of Star. You maybe shouldn't file for custody of a child you don't know. Right. Like, that's not fair to the kid. Right. Okay. Did she put up a fight for him to get to know his daughter? Oh, yeah. It was like a huge oh, okay. Well, then, okay. Well, she then that's not a, just like, yeah, no, no. It was a huge. But, but I mean, like, was she standing in the way of him even getting to know her? I don't think so. I think she was just kind of. Like, let's not rush things. Right. But again, but that's fair enough because the little girl right. didn't know who this guy was and was told daddy's dead. Oh, no. Sorry, honey. Right. Right. Here. But I'm not an expert on it because, again, I was not okay. an adult watching this. I was only paying okay. attention to the parts that I really liked. Because I don't want to give her credit where it's not due, but I feel right. like that's, yeah. Yeah. Blair then found out that she was pregnant with Patrick's baby. 
Blair was later in a car accident, though, and gave birth to a stillborn, oh, that she named Brandon. The two divorced, and Blair suffered a stroke. Todd temporarily got custody of Star. Max, or Todd, and Jack. Blair later went back to Max, but broke up with him when she found out he was sleeping with Sky Chandler. And that's also Sky Quartermain. Blair plotted to get revenge on Max, but eventually forgave him, and they started reconciling. Then Todd returned to town. <laughs> I don't <gasps> love this. What if the boss is Sky? Oh, that would be so good. That makes no sense but with it the Corintha stuff. So good because it. So good because Baby Lila. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Then Todd returned to town and revealed to Max Blair's plan of revenge, and Max broke up with her. Blair then went crazy and shot Max. Oops. Todd helped cover up the shooting and framed Sky for it. Blair and Todd then planned to remarry, but Max drugged Blair and made sure Todd would find them in bed together. At the altar, Todd revealed that Blair was the one who had shot Max and produced evidence. Blair then lied and told Max she was pregnant with his child, hoping he'd testify on her behalf. Unbeknownst to Blair, though, she really was pregnant. Todd testified that Blair was crazy when she shot Max, and she was sent to a mental institution instead of prison. She faked a lot of pregnancies. When Blair got out, she... Did not realize that, like, there's a follow-up there? Yeah. Like, something's supposed to happen nine months later. When Blair got out, she thought Max was her baby's father, so she went back to him. But then she realized it was Todd. Blair fled to Mexico to have her baby, but Todd followed her. After delivering the baby, Todd gave him away because he thought the baby was Max's. He then told Blair (gasps) that her son had died. No, that's not cool. Not cool. No. Not cool. No. When Blair finally told Todd that the baby was actually his, he got the baby back, presenting him to Blair as an orphan. No. They adopted the baby and named him Jack. The truth about Jack came out when he developed anemia. Thank you. Just like Star had had as a baby, and Todd had to track down the same donor who had saved Star. Blair fled to Hawaii with the kids to get away from Todd, but Todd followed. That's not really getting away. Like, Hawaii, it's a plane ride. It's okay. He hired Ross Rayburn to help kidnap the kids, but Todd's ex-wife, Taya Delgado, warned Blair and she flew back home with the kids. Meanwhile, Todd, Ross, and Taya became stranded on a deserted island. So, Ted, you're just like, what? So, I feel like Jack might have some reasons as to why he has some problems now. Yes. Maybe. Just a little. Like, that's a lot to go through very, very early on. So the Lawrence brothers in 2003, mad men, Mitch Lawrence tried to kidnap star, but Blair begged him to take her instead. And he did Todd rescued her, but then Mitch had Todd beaten and left at his father's crypt. When the crypt was searched later, Todd was gone and presumed dead again. Oh, it's like Nicholas months later, a man named Walker Lawrence arrived in town saying he was Mitch's younger brother. Blair was running the sun since Todd was presumed dead again and gave Walker a job there as a reporter. Mitch was supposedly murdered and Blair was the prime suspect. Todd's niece, Jessica, however, was revealed to be the killer, but Walker came to her defense and she wasn't prosecuted. Blair and Walker grew closer and Walker rushed into marriage. What she didn't know, however, 
was that Walker truly believed himself to be Todd with a new face thanks to plastic surgery. When Blair finally found out the truth, she had the marriage annulled and refused to let Todd see their children. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Margaret, Spencer, and Sam. After falsely accusing Todd of rape and him being sent to prison, then extorting him, Blair and Todd got back together. Exonerating him. Nope, exonerating him. Sorry. There's a big difference there. Yes. <laughs> and exonerating him, Blair and Todd got back together and planned to marry. Again. I was going to say, is this the third time? On the eve of their wedding, though, Todd went missing. He had been shot and kidnapped by crazed Margaret Cochran, who was obsessed with him and wanted him to impregnate her. Blair tried to rescue Todd, but ended up being taken prisoner herself. After Margaret raped Todd while he was tied up, they were eventually rescued. That's not cool either. Not cool either way. No. Margaret was pregnant with Todd's child, but then presumed dead when the body of a pregnant woman was found. Todd was sentenced to death for the murder. He maintained the entire time that he was innocent, but Blair had trouble believing him, which tore them apart. While Todd was on death row, Blair met Dr. Spencer Truman and started a relationship with him. Blair painstakingly watched as Todd was administered the lethal injection. Shh. That is next level. You could be shot in the stomach. You could be blown up. All this, but you survived. No, you don't get to comment. It's real life in soap world. Just zip your lips. So, oh my! Blair painstakingly watched as Todd was administered the lethal injection and then declared dead, only to have John McBain, yes, barge in with a very much alive Margaret Cochran. Blair convinces Spencer to revive Todd, and he did. See, it all works out. It just revived him like that. It's okay. I don't feel like that's how just, lethal injection works. Boom! Just revived him. I, I need to know. This is one I need to know. I'm going to keep reading. You keep reading while I Google, you Google can that, you revive from lethal injection. But it's okay because John McBain saved the day and Spencer revived Todd. That wasn't a very good snapping. There we go. Anyway, Blair wanted Todd back, but he wouldn't take her back because she hadn't believed his innocence. She set out to prove that Spencer was behind framing Todd and dated him during this time to get close to him for information. After she proved that Spencer had framed Todd, she and Todd made love. Blair then found out she was pregnant, but wasn't sure if the baby was Todd's or Spencer's, but shortly found out it was Todd's. Todd kidnapped Spencer while he was being transported to prison and tried to pull Oh, okay. I was like, what? (laughs) Todd kidnapped Spencer while he was being transported to prison and tried to get out of him the whereabouts of his son with Margaret. Blair found them in a struggle, and then a struggle between the three of them took place, and they ended up falling off the roof of the warehouse. Neither Spencer or Todd knew Blair was pregnant, and Todd found out when she was taken to the hospital, and she ended up losing the baby. Okay, so I'm finding there's like three people who survived botched okay. lethal injections. One, Reddit and Cura and whatever, they're, they're so hard to follow. It looks like now Narcan could possibly. Oh, but right? did we have Narcan back then? 
No, I think they just wake up. It's all okay. Okay. Just a little Heimlich or not Heimlich, little CPR. CPR. Thank you. I'm doing, she's doing, I am doing CPR. CPR. She's calling it the wrong thing. I do know that they are different. They are. So then Todd and Blair later found out that Todd's son was actually Tommy McBain, the little boy who John McBain's brother, Michael and his wife, Marcy had adopted. Well, Spencer had kidnapped the baby shortly after birth from Margaret and sold him on the black market. Todd and Blair remarried in 2007 so that he could get custody of the baby and Todd renamed him Sam. Break up in custody battle in 2008 because we can't make it a whole year. Todd walked in on, ooh, Star having sex with her boyfriend, Cole, and nearly beat him to death. Were they of age? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I was just curious, was he just mad dad or was it like, because I know that Cole and Hope, or I know all that, but I just wasn't sure if, okay, anyway. I think, I think they were still young. I think they were still really young, but go ahead. But they were the same age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, like, it wasn't, no, that's it wasn't what I'm like asking. an adult like, taking advantage of her. That's what I was more, no, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I thought you meant. So he was mad dad. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. very, very mad dad. Yes. Okay. Yes. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Star and Cole later ran away together and Blair and Todd tracked them down. Todd attacked Cole and Star ended up falling down a flight of stairs. Oh, at the hospital, Blair was sitting with Star when the doctor informed them both Star and the baby would be just fine. Blair was shocked to find out that her 16-year-old daughter was pregnant, but agreed it was best not to tell Todd. Uh, yeah. Blair then got a restraining order against Todd to keep him away from her and the kids altogether. Her and the kids together, Star and Jack. In May of 2008, Todd was in a car accident with his two-year-old son, Sam, who was sitting in the front seat. Why? Sorry. No, I obviously <laughs> stopped reading that sentence. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Without I'm, a child safety seat? Right. I am that person that, like, when I see minivans driving with, like, six-year-olds in the front seat, I'm, like, yelling, he's not supposed to be in the front seat, and why do you own a freaking minivan if you're putting your six-year-old in the front seat? Under 12 is the safest mm. in the back seat. I think that was a little ridiculous, the under 12 thing. Well, Madeline's still in the back seat. She will be till she's 12. So I understand that like our grandparents survived without car seats and like all that stuff, but come on, 2008 and you have a baby in the front seat without a child safety seat. Oh yeah. yeah. Because of this, Blair was awarded custody of him and later adopted him. Blair and Todd were divorced in July. Blair was in the delivery room when star with star, when she gave birth to her daughter, hope on November 6, 2008, 
But the baby bee was presumed dead after being switched with a dead baby shortly after birth. Oh my gosh, Star, I'm so sorry for all the stuff that you've gone through. Later, Blair was stabbed multiple times and clinging to life while in a coma. Todd went to court and was awarded temporary custody of the kids. Star's over 16. Mm-hmm. She could choose to not. But where else was she going to go? Her mom was in the True. hospital. True. I mean, yeah, but Cole's family? I don't know. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Where was I? When Blair woke when up. When Blair woke up. Yep. She and John McBain were married. When did they date? Wait. <laughs> when did they date? <laughs> John then petitioned the court for custody and won. Oh, that's right, because they didn't like each other. But when Todd petitioned again, they didn't seem to hate each other too, too much when they were on GH, though, I don't think. They didn't seem like BFF, but I didn't feel like I would have picked up on this. But when Todd petitioned again, custody was again reverted back to him. Man, we need a chart on this one. John and Blair were later divorced. Later, the court ordered that Todd and Blair share custody and that Todd live under the same roof as Blair and the kids. I don't think they can order that. No. Shortly after it was revealed that Hope was not dead, and she was returned to Star, adding to the Manning clan. Okay. Uh-huh. Ross, Taya, and Danny. Todd, however, was in love with his other ex-wife, Taya Zalgado, and Blair was jealous. Blair hired a private investigator to dig up dirt on Taya and found that after Todd, Taya and Ross got off the desert island. The deserted island. The one that they, the one up in the Hawaii thing. Deserted island years before. What? Both Ross and Taya disappeared without a trace. He couldn't find any information on Taya from that time up until recently. He tracked down Ross in Tahiti and Blair flew there for some answers as to what they had been, what they had been up to all these years when they were missing. Ross informed Blair that they were married just as Taya called Ross to demand a divorce because Todd had proposed to her. Blair convinced Ross to make Taya think she was going to get the divorce, but not actually divorce her. Todd and Taya were married, but their marriage was invalid since Taya was still legally married to Ross. Taya then revealed another secret to Blair that she had a daughter with Todd conceived while on that island and Ross thought that it was his daughter. Blair decided to keep this from Todd in fear that it would lead him back to Taya. Todd later found out about his daughter, Danielle, with Taya, but was arrested when Danny accused him of assaulting her mother. Blair went to them and found Ross, who had kidnapped Danny, at gunpoint. Todd later shot Ross, and he fell from a bridge, seemingly to his death. Seemingly. Okay. Later, Blair found out that Teo was dying of a brain tumor and only had months to live. They found an unlikely bond, formed an unlikely bond, and became friends. Taya asked Blair to be a surrogate mother to Danny after she died, and Blair agreed. Todd and Taya later remarried, and Taya went away to a hospice to die alone. (laughs) Eli Clark. In 2010, Blair was dating Ross's brother, Eli, and they planned to marry, and it was revealed that Ross wasn't dead. He was living in Tahiti. Eli flew him and Blair to Tahiti to get married so that his brother Ross could be at the wedding. Just hours after marrying Eli, Blair got a call from her cousin Kelly saying there was proof that Eli had killed his first two wives. Blair confronted him and he eventually confessed it was all true. Blair pulled a gun and shot him and threatened to shoot him. 
They struggled over the gun and Eli seemingly died. <laughs> when Blair returned to Landview, she found out that Todd and Danny had been told that Taya had died. Taya had told both Todd and Blair she wanted to have she wanted Todd to have custody of Danny when she died. But Eli had forged Taya's will to make Ross get custody of Danny. After a court battle, Ross was awarded custody of Danny. Star and her friend James, however, helped Danny run away when it came time to for her to live with Ross. Leave with Ross, sorry. Same thing, I guess. It was then revealed that Eli was alive and found and he found and kidnapped Star. So Star has now been kidnapped twice so far in this story. Like in this mm-hmm. character's thing. Cool. Danny and Hope. Everyone thought that he had kept all three of them in a warehouse that was wired to explode. Danny got out of the warehouse, but Blair went inside to rescue Star and Hope. While in there, she found that Star and Hope were not there, but she did find Taya was very much alive and healthy. Huh? John McBain and Todd went inside after Blair and the, oh my gosh, all three of them were in the warehouse when it exploded, <laughs> trapping them. That must have been a Friday. Todd and Taya, sorry. <laughs> Todd and Taya were reunited and they eventually got out. Thinking that his girlfriend and his daughter were killed in the explosion, Cole shot and killed Eli, making Blair a widow for real. It was later revealed that Star and Hope had escaped previously and then had been kidnapped again, but they eventually got away from the second kidnapper as well. I love soaps. <laughs> the real Todd returns. In 2011, a man showed up in town with Todd's original face. Okay. Taya's brother Tomas revealed that he was a formal, former CIA agent and had taken Todd from his father's crypt in 2003 and took him to a rogue CIA agency on their orders. He said that he had no clue which man was the real Todd, though. Jason and Drew. Mm-hmm. Okay. John McBain ran a DNA test on both Todds, comparing the samples against the real Todd's DNA they had on file at the police station. Shockingly, both DNA samples were they twins. Uh oh. Star. How could that be? Star suggested <laughs> that the only way they could have the same DNA was if they were identical twins. Star was correct. Todd's presumed dead mother, Irene, was brought to Landview and revealed that they were identical twins and she had brainwashed Todd's brother. (laughs) God, sorry. She had brainwashed Todd's brother, Victor Lord Jr., into thinking he was Todd, then gave him plastic surgery to look like Mitch. Lawrence's brother, Walker. Irene was the head of the rogue CIA agency and had kept Todd locked up and tortured for eight years. Meanwhile, Victor had no recollection of his past before coming to Landview and honestly thought he was Todd. Later, Blair realized that Todd had taken the gun from her Aunt Doreen's safe and warned Victor that he might come after him. Victor was later found shot and seemingly died. I love that these people all seemingly die. Todd was arrested, but Star helped him break out of jail when Irene threatened to kill his family. Irene then shot Todd, and Todd shot and killed Irene after hearing an explosion that Todd thought was his family dying. Todd took off and Blair found him 
Wow. <laughs> Todd took off and Blair found him dying from his gunshot wound in his sister Vicky's cabin. Oh, man. Woo! Blair nursed Todd back to health and they reminisced. Later, Todd remembered killing Victor, but kept it quiet. He still loved Blair, but she was dating Tomas. So Todd had Tomas kidnapped and framed for framed him for Victor's murder. Meanwhile, Blair and Todd got closer again as Todd bonded with the kids he scarcely knew and his nephew, Sam. Okay. The police, however, were gathering evidence that it was actually Todd who had murdered Victor and framed Tomas. Todd and Blair eventually made love. Nobody got pregnant. Only to have John McBain and team barge in and arrest Todd for Victor's murder. Victor, however, was not dead. He was being held captive by escaped prisoner Allison Perkins. Okay. So then the general hospital storylines, the arrival was, this was 2013, right? I don't see that it was, that it's dated, but it was 2013. Sorry, 2012. Okay. They were on, it was 2013 is when they had to leave. Okay. So in 2012, Blair arrives at General Hospital in Port Charles to see her daughter, Star, who has been in a car wreck. When she arrives, Epiphany tells her that Star's boyfriend and their daughter, boyfriend Cole and their daughter, Hope, died in the crash and that Star does not know. Blair goes to Star's room and meets Michael Corinthos, who had brought Star to the hospital. When Star wakes up, Blair tells her about Hope and Cole. That was hard. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even know these characters yet. Right. Blair then, I mean, I just, that story to begin with. Blair then sees Star's father, Todd, coming to see her, and she forbids him from seeing her since he has killed his brother and framed Blair's boyfriend for it. Later, Star tells her that Anthony Zakara had told her that Sonny Corinthos was responsible for the crash. Blair later goes to the Metro court and talks to Carly, looking for Todd. She warns Carly about Todd, telling her he's dangerous. They talk and compare stories about their bad boy ex-husbands, Todd and Sonny. Blair gets a call from the hospital saying Star and Michael left and went to the courthouse. So both she and Carly go to the courthouse as well, where they find Todd pointing a son at Gunny. What? Pointing a son at Threatening to kill him. John McBain comes in, however, and arrests Todd for jumping bail and takes him back to Landview to stand trial. Hi. And now, like, we can't really have Blair and Carly knowing each other because then they have to talk about Todd, right? Right. Like, hey, remember that time your ex-husband tried to kill my ex-husband? Want some wine? Right. So Blair returns to Port Charles. Oh, my gosh. Blair returns to Port Charles for the reopening of One Life to Live, which is where stars singing for opening night. She also books a room at the Metro Court and ends up on the same floor as Todd, who has decided to stay in Port Charles. At the Haunted Star, she runs into Carly and thanks Star's manager slash Haunted Star owner, One Life to Live. What? What? That doesn't make sense. For letting her sing. Right. It didn't make sense. And it allows Carly to thank Star's manager slash Haunted Star owner. Okay, so it has to be that Blair doesn't... returns to Port Charles for the reopening of the Haunted Star, which is where Star is going to sing at opening night. She books a night at the Metro Court and ends up staying at Why the same have... floor okay. as Todd is staying on, and he has decided to stay in Port Charles. At the Haunted Star, she runs into Carly and thanks Star's manager slash the Haunted Star owner, 
That would have been Lulu, Lulu for letting her sing. She goes back to the Metro court and has dinner with Todd. Todd then proposes to Blair, but Blair announces that she's engaged to Tomas. Todd is very disappointed and has a breakdown in which Carly walks in on. Blair then tells Star the news and tells Star that she still and always will love Todd. Blair then goes back to Landview. Blair returns to the screen in late November. She calls her daughter Star about her upcoming wedding to Tomas, then is seen with Taya when Taya gives Blair a wedding gift. Then Todd shows up at Taya's place with Carly and Carly's mother. They all tell Blair that Tomas is not who he says he is. <laughs> it is then stated that Tomas left for a CIA mission. Just so you guys don't think that we are crazy, in this document that we are reading, where it was supposed to say the haunted star in two different places, it says one life to live. Yes, yes. But at first I thought it was saying like a reopening and it was going to cross reference something. She goes back to, because that's what happened is when the characters left, they right, were. Right. But then when it said it the second time, I'm like, we're just making to live in where it doesn't make any sense. Right. Okay, so then it says One Life to Live 2.0. She returns to the One Life to Live reboot. She is first seen in the shelter on opening night. So that makes zero sense. Okay. But then we have a nice little breakdown of what she has been up to in the one day since she came (laughs) back. So she knows, did a nice little write-up of Blair Kramer arrives in Port Charles and reveals her agenda to Tracy. A sharp woman in a white pencil skirt suit and black heels walks into the Metro court and approaches Tracy. Tracy is happy to meet her and to meet her finally. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that. They oh, yeah, finally they met. Know, yeah. yeah. And do business in person. The camera pans up to Blair, who is ready to claim what is hers. Tracy reminds her that what is hers now belongs to her because she paid a pretty penny for it. Blair just needs her ex-husband, Martin, to remarry because he's bleeding or dry. Tracy says as soon as deception is hers... Lucy will be broke and married to Martin. Blair notes it isn't just about the money, but getting the little people noticed and exposing the greed of corporate America. She admits the deceptor was her idea, which she never finished, and assumes Marty shared the idea with Lucy to win her over. Tracy notes that Lucy isn't exactly a win. Not nice, Tracy. No. Blair asks if the judge will keep the deceptor sales frozen, and Tracy says that they are frozen... As are the company's stocks. Sorry, for some reason that was not making sense in my head, and I was like, what? Tracy says they're frozen, as are the company's stocks, so so deception will be broke by the time they go to court. Blair asks how it went with Jackson, and Tracy thanks her for the recommendation, as he was great. Blair says he's also nice to look at, and Tracy says she didn't notice didn't notice because she was so focused on getting her voting rights back from Lucy and won't stop until she does. Blair asks why Tracy hates Lucy so much, and Tracy calls her a cockroach who sank her claws into her brother, and once she gets deception, she won't have to worry about Lucy being involved in her family business any longer. Blair recalls Tracy initially had no interest in ELQ, so what changed? Tracy explains her family is complicated, and they are greedy and dysfunctional at best. She wants to move on from this topic, but Blair realized there is more in it for her than just voting rights. Mm Mm-hmm. Martin and Lucy walk in and Martin sees Blair and says, 
God, not her. He tries to suggest they go to the PC grill, but Lucy refuses to hide from Tracy, who she assumes Martin was referring to. They grab a table and Lucy wonders who the blonde with Tracy is. Martin continues to suggest they go to the PC grill, but Lucy refuses. So Martin decides he'll need some shots. Lucy vents about Tracy and how she used BLQ to steal information on the Deceptor from them. Martin looks over at Blair and Tracy. And BLQ is Brooklyn. I feel like we haven't used that. Yeah. No. Okay. Lucy fears the lawsuit might go Tracy's way and rants that the Deceptor was her idea with his help. Martin again said he had nothing to do with it and there's no need to drag him into this. She says she never would have come up with the idea if it were not for him. Lucy eventually decides Martin is right and they should go to the PC grill as she doesn't want to be in the same room with Tracy. She excuses herself to freshen up. Meanwhile, Tracy admits to Blair she doesn't do anything for just one reason, but this is about business and her father taught her opportunities aren't given but made. Once an opportunity is made, she says you have to take advantage of them. She said it was nice to meet her and excuses herself. Blair heads over to Martin, kisses his cheek and says, hello, sweetheart. And Martin grimaces. (laughs) And that is where we left off with Blair on Friday, September 15th. Yay. So she is just starting her comeback on General Hospital. So really, really, really looking forward to see where this goes. And which of our ex-husbands come back that we know of or don't know of. What's going to happen? Who knows? I love it. So join us on Monday as we recap this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, Just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.